Blog Talk Radio. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The first reports say that President Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting. It is a big idea. A new world order. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancakes. Either you were with us, or you were with the terrorists. believe that a lot of gun owners would agree that AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals. Alright, 
Here we go. Get some representatives on the line here. I want to play for everybody. Office of the Summer Shrita. Uh Yes, how you doing uh, today? I got a few questions there for you, if you don't mind. Uh, I was just wondering, uh, this movie I saw that about the uh, sex trafficking, uh, uh, the Sounds of Freedom there, I saw it, and I was just wondering, you know, if that's, I know a lot of, nobody's really talking about it in the media and everything. Is this really a, a, a problem, like they say, with this human trafficking and sex trafficking? If it is, what is the uh, legislators, uh, lawmakers uh, doing about it? You know, sir, I'm not uh, competent enough to be able to answer questions about the extent to which, like, sex trafficking networks are prevalent. Um, but I simply will say that the member, you know, has voted uh, very strongly on this. You know, he's taken positions to bring quick votes so that, you know, uh, sex traf- so that uh, child trafficking can be reclassified as a serious felony here in California uh, and is strongly opposed. Yeah, but what? Yeah, that's that's good. A felony. Well, that's good. You know, uh, that, that's all well and fine. We know it's a crime already. We know it's a crime when you hurt a child or rape a child or kidnap a child. We already know that. What's being done to to stop it or investigate it? You know, what's being done? I mean, what can the what yeah, can absolutely, like, sir. Well, that's that's, the border, that's you know? going to be law enforcement's task. Yeah, definitely, law enforcement's going to play more of a role there. You might want to well, contact uh, hang them. Hang on now, hang on. But the lawmakers have to create the law. Hang on, but you guys have to create the yeah, law and the policy. Good point. Good point. Right? That's why we voted to classify it as serious felony. Sir, do you mind if I ask where you're calling from so I can log your? Hang on, that, if that's the, that's the irrelevant. I'm calling from the United States. That's irrelevant. I'm a United States American citizen. That should be enough right there for and for for you to know. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find out what. The, what our elected officials, our representatives, are doing to stop it, or what they can tell me how bad it's happening, what's happening in America right now. I mean, what are the numbers? Do you guys, you, you said you're not qualified to answer any questions about this. I'm sorry, sir. Work? I'm not qualified to answer those questions. I'm just, a, you know, I'm just an intern. You're I can't just necessarily the guy that weigh in the on phone, that. Right? You're just the guy yep, that answers that's the right, phone, sir. right? <laughs> yep, that's right. Is anybody right. there that's at the right. office? That, is anybody there that can I know, because you don't care what the American people say. You don't care. You're arrogant. You're dismissive, and you'll hang up on me as soon as well, you just sir, don't want to talk to me Well, sir, this is getting a little hostile, right? so I, I don't appreciate that you conversation. You will. You're going to hang up, this right? going down a kind of – yeah, because you're just you're harassing an intern, man. I don't know what you're going to get from that. So I hope you have well, to rest your day. Well, you're answering the phone to my – one of my representatives, sir. Who, then who can I speak to? Who can answer my question you're calling from, man? You should call who's ever I'm calling from the United States of America. I'm a United States American citizen. Yeah, we represent the district in California. So that's not how I don't care. You're talking. You're talking foreign right now to me. You you are answering the phone for one of my representatives. You are answering the phone. Okay. Now, if you can't answer any of my questions, then you shouldn't be answering the phone, sir. Now, is there anybody there in your office that can answer my questions? Asshole. Hung up on me. You see, that just gets me going, you know. I mean, I, I told you right before that, you know. But th- but that's what you get. That's what you get, you see. That, th- hey, do you love it, people? Bend over. Bend over some more, America. That's right. That's right. Bend over. Bend over. Because they're destroying our country. Let me play this for everybody. I want to play this. i got to play this because it's going to offend a lot of people. I want to offend, offend people tonight. 
This low IQ black congoid is practicing his best moves to carve up his hapless, naive European hosts. There are millions of others just like him ensconced in Ireland, the UK, Spain, Portugal, France, Belgium, Sweden, Italy, Germany, and countless other European nations. The compromised, traitorous European politicians aren't listening. The people have had enough. Now do you understand why these politically green-lighted so-called refugees of fighting age have been arriving in Europe without women and children? They're ready to burn Europe if they don't get the easy life they wanted and told to expect, and if their host European society doesn't bend to their will, to sideline over 2,000 years of European high culture and remnant Christianity to make Europe more like home, which ironically, they claim to have fled due to its insecurity, violence, and economic privations. The invaders have been herded into ghettos as we've seen in France and elsewhere in Europe. The civil upheaval looks opportune and spontaneous, which it's not. It's being led by mischief makers that are not black or Arab. The menace leads from the shadows in the rear, with money and influence peddling, which is the traditional currency of this tribe. The manipulator culprits are both unknown and unseen by the useful idiot invaders who are pushed and pulled with Hegelian precision to rape, riot, loot, and kill, to serve the goal of destroying the white European civilization. But why now? And is this a spontaneous organic occurrence? or planned, orchestrated, and meticulously executed, and if so, by who, and for what benefit. That's what we're going to answer here as we draw together seemingly disparate events that bring us to what's happening today and where they're taking us, including who is the they. We name names. France has been packed full of invaders since the murder of Libya. All right, everybody. We can go on and on about that there. Uh, maybe I'll play a little bit more later on. I don't want to pump too much information into the heads of people out there because they may pop and explode. But uh, let's see. I think i got a couple callers here. Let me get to them right here. Let me get to my first caller here real quick. Go ahead there, uh, Mikey. I think this is Mike, right? Hey, brother. How's it going? Hi, how you doing? I'm sure I get quite good intro here tonight there. Got everybody thinking. Okay, a little few talking points, right? <laughs> hey brother, you, that was a great. That was the best intro I've heard on any of your shows ever. You got right to the uh, dagger to the heart with the corrupt politician phony answerer, and the great little <laughs> short clip there that said it like it is. That's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just what. But you see, that's. But today in America, though, you know, see, I'm. You see, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm becoming hostile. You hear the guy on the, on the phone? You're hostile. You know, or if I would have said anything like it was in the clip, then I would be a racist, you know? Right, <laughs> you know, right. I mean, and this is what I'm saying. I mean, it's like the people don't care. They just don't want to, they don't want to get involved. I mean, I tried uniting people on blog talk radio, podcast show host. No, they want to talk about Joe Biden's laptop. You know, they want to, they want to talk about nonsense. They want to giggle and think it's fun. You know, I mean, nobody wants to unite. Nobody wants to, nobody cares. They think Donald Trump's going to ride in here and, and save us, maybe. Or maybe there'll be some other, maybe DeSantis. Yeah, I like him, too, maybe. You know, I like the puppet on the right. I like the puppet on the left. Wait a minute. One guy's holding up both puppets. Arr, wait a second here. That's not supposed to happen. You know, I mean, what's going on here? What, can we build this righteous army in America? Or are we just done? I mean, are we just done? Or maybe I should just play football games and music on my podcast show. Maybe that'll maybe get better ratings. I don't know. 
What do you think? Well, 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 you know, <laughs> what, I, what I think, as you know, has all been articulated and published at RighteousArmy.org, um, where I've articulated everything you've addressed so far and more. Um, and as you know, um, sad but true, yeah, there's a few people that, that, that care to try to unite and organize like-minded men and women who are for yeah. center to right issues, you know, they're, they're, uh, they, they've gotten, not only, not only has the corrupt godless communist new world order, one world government agenda system and, 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 uh, I don't even like to call them people, people behind it or, you know, whatever's about whoever, whatever they are, um, yeah. soulless creatures, um, they not only have already de- decayed and deteriorated, just about half of not only the American population but the world population, but the other half that's left, they've got the majority of them. So I hate to say it, but the majority of them, which, you know, I don't know. Um, you know? I mean, but it seems like Europe's awake, though. I mean, Europe's spreading. They're rioting in the streets. I mean, you know, they're. I mean, they're. they people are awake, but they've been overtaken. Their population is so densely multi multicultural now. They can, they don't have an identity. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, we've seen examples of how people in uh, Europe are trying to, uh, you know, unite and organize in mass and, and put forth an effort to. You know, I don't know. I don't know who's behind that even, you know, or what, yeah, their, yeah. what their strategy is or what their objectives are. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. are they, are they, are all those people that are, you know, out on the streets in Europe and France and Spain um, and Germany and England, I mean, are, are they taking an approach that is based on our understanding? Are, are they saying, hey, there's a godless communist New World Order one world government agenda here and they're all godless communists and they want to Im- implement their, their, you know, uh, per- liberal, progressive, uh, transsexual, trans, you know, homosexual, transsexual, transgender, no male, no female, no race, no black, no white agenda. And it's all about stupefying people, dumbing them down, having total control over people through technology. I mean, are they aware of all that? Those are the things we've been you know, harping on and preaching on, and yet nobody does seems to give a damn in the USA. I wonder if that's the same basis for them, you know, or, or you know, I don't know. You know, it would be nice to know who's behind it in Europe, you know, um, yeah. and, and what their agenda is and what their objectives are, you know, and what their understanding yeah, well, of what we're harping on is. I know, I know, Mike. I know, I, I hear it in your voice. You know, the, the burnt out mentality, and and you know what what it is is what we got here. And you know, it's just it, it, there's so many problems that we could talk about. But I, but why? I mean, because they're just going to come and go, and nobody's going to do anything about it. You know, there's no point. I mean, I can't, can't. I mean, you try to wake people up. It's like during the COVID thing. You put the big virus hoax dot com out there. All the information's out there for everybody, and now everybody seems to have forgotten about it. Like it's okay. You know, it's okay what they did. You know, I mean, it's, they got away with a crime. 
you know, against the people. And now, right. and now, you know, and, and it's okay. You, you know, and, and, and you know, I'm on the podcast show the other night. You know, what somebody says, says, they bring up the subject. They go, have you heard about the white hats and the black hats? And, yeah, I mean, what about, you know, do you think they're, that, that they're doing, they're, you know, bring up the topic, trying to get a spark of conversation. Like, they're doing something down at Guantanamo Bay. They're prosecuting people. They're arresting people. You know, no, they're not. No, they're not. There's no mass arrests going on. There's no secret operations going on. Navy SEALs going around arresting people. Come on. <laughs> well, as you know, that's a big part of, of the psychological operation. You know, that, that helps to pacify and keep at bay people that otherwise might be um, diehard yeah. on the street uh, revolutionary patriots, you know. Yeah. Uh, entertain yeah. them, pacify them. You know, use psychological operations to you know, ensnare, you know, with, with Trump and Q and White Hats and, um, you know, keep... And look keep what they're doing to Trump, years. though. You think Trump's going to go to prison? You think they're going to get him in prison? I think they're going to put him in prison. You know, uh, I think well, they're really going to shut him down. If they do, it will only simply be based upon their methodical step-by-step process that they've been implementing to, be, to begin with. They They, they thought threatening the arrest of Trump would be enough maybe to cause the unrest that they want, and that didn't work. So then they escalated it to, well, let's actually arrest him, um, and, and, uh, and then that didn't work. Okay, let's arrest him and charge him, and let's push it more in the media. And that didn't create the civil unrest they were hoping for. So, yes, of course, there's going to come a point at, well, gee, let's try, um, you know, actually arresting him. And it wouldn't surprise me if they go so far as let's um, um, give him the death penalty and follow through with it. Although he won't, be, it won't really be him being, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Killed. Yeah, you know, I, I see what you're saying. Already on death row, that's got a Trump mask on. You know, and, and for those yeah. that you know laugh at that, um, when we say Trump mask, we're not talking about you know your five and dime store you know Halloween mask. We're talking about the CIA makes masks that are 100% identical to another person, where you can't even tell the difference. They've got that down to a science. Oh yeah, they have all Hollywood the Hollywood showed us that with the Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise. You know, right? That's right. They literally can do that. Literally, I, I've seen documentaries on it, where you think yeah. you're talking to some woman, um, and then the next thing you know, they start pulling off all the wigs and 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 playtex and wiping stuff off their face, and it's some guy, you know, behind yep. behind the thing. It, it's mind-blowing what they can do. So, yeah, oh, when, when they, when they, you know, get it to that level of, okay, let's let's actually go for the kill here on Trump, you know. I mean, maybe that will do the unrest we're looking for. Let's um, put him in prison. Well, that didn't work either. Let's go ahead and give him the death penalty, you know. Um, the thing is that – Trump backfired on him, just like the Vax backfired on him. It's not working. Too, way, 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 way too many um, smart Americans woke up and, and, and jumped off the Trump train. They, they, they begin to wake up and see the psyops, and they know um, that Trump is just, you know, playing good cop, bad cop with Biden. They're both working two wings on the same dirty bird. They're both working for the same, you know, corrupt New World Order, One World Government agenda. If they're not, then I would say it's a pretty good. It's it's still bad news for us anyway, you know. So well, well, because yeah, you know, except except that we know what the the ultimate truth is anyway. It's not about Trump. It's not about any one person. 
It's about actually getting rid of, um, you know, the two-party system. It's about getting rid of big government altogether. It's about getting rid of, um, you know, the faulty rigged, you know, technological voting systems. It's about, you know, a whole bunch of things. It's about people um, coming together, you know, um, not only one nation under God, you know, and, and actually walking the walk of being the Christians that they claim to be and the God-respecting, God-fearing, you know, American men and women they claim to be and living accordingly, right? You know, if you love me, you know, people get caught up in this legalism thing about, it's not about the commandments. He nailed the commandments to the cross. If you love me, keep my commandments. Yahushua was the Old Testament. He was the burning bush. He was, you know, um the God of the Old Testament, the God of the New Testament, if, you, if you're going to accept Yahushua, Jesus Christ, right, as being, you know, what we're told, you know, God come in the flesh, the perfect example for humanity, if that's true, well, he was the old and the new. You know, he didn't do away with one. He said, think not that I have come to destroy. I have not come to destroy, but to fulfill. I came here to walk in it and show you how you should be walking. But they've got people through this fake Christianity, this fake mainstream 501c3 churches, um, which are controlled by the enemy as well, so confused that they don't even know what Christianity is. They don't even know what the oh, Bible is. they're confused is. They right now, big time. Truth is. Yeah, they're, they're very confused. Right, They're so confused right now, it's big time. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's just so so uh, adaptable and, and, and not what the truth really is. I mean, that it, it's, it's right. so sad. You know, I mean, God is not yeah. listening. Obviously, clearly, I mean, because we 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 turned our backs on the good and 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 everything is evil out there. That's just it's just corrupt lies. Uh, uh, just look at how I started off the program here tonight. Quick call to one of our wonderful politicians, and and, and look how that ended up. And then I of course played that little intro there that you know that you said was one of the best that I so far. So you know, but the thing of it is, is that. What again? What is the solution to all this? I've tried to organize people, the media, the alternative media. It seems like it's stuck in the mud now because people want to talk about Joe Biden's laptop instead. You know, um, like I say, I, I say I that because it's just, you know, <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but um, it, it it's written, you know, as it was in the days of Noah, and and you know, as it was in the days of Lot, you know, and and you know, look at. Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, um, it was about, you know, no gather, up then, huh? the, gather up the righteous and, and leave the corrupt city, you know, because I'm going to destroy it. Um, so it's coming again, you know, um, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting time when, uh, when they successfully cause an East Coast tidal surge um, either by, you know, dropping that that mountain into the ocean that's over there in Africa. I forgot the name of it. But, you know, two years ago when the volcano was erupting there, there were people researching that, and they were going on the actual websites that show the spots of, of earthquakes, and they were in a grid fashion. The, the earthquakes that were happening on that island were in a literal square grid fashion. They were creating them. They, they were – it was grid laid out, man. They were trying to – they were trying to shake that side of that mountain loose. They were trying to get it. What are you talking? Hey, wait a second! This is the first time I've ever heard about you talk about this. What are you talking about? 
Well, that's the first I, time I've ever heard of this one. Yeah, I forgot the name of it. Over on on the other side of the Atlantic, and and uh, I think it's in North Africa. I think um, I'll have to, you know, somebody listening might know. They can come up with the details, but um, there's a huge mountain, a huge volcano, a, a big mountain ridge um, that has a rift all the way across the whole thing. It's like like it's sliding, like half of the mountain. It has already dropped like six feet over the last several decades, and and there's a gully, and you could walk down the gully. You know, they walk through this ravine wow. where you could see the crack, and all the water um, that's been, you know, for decades, you know, eroding it away, and 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 the pressure from the the volcanic eruptions and the earthquakes. Um, I remember seeing this 20 years ago, and and over the last few years, it's been coming out even more. How they're, they've theorized, you know, on Nat Geo and all that kind of stuff, History Channel. Um, you know, I've seen documentaries on it where they say that if that mountain were to actually break loose and slide into the Atlantic, that it would cause a tidal wave um, several hundred feet high by the time it hit the northern United States and would go all the way down. Um, it would completely decimate all the main cities which are on the coast and you know all of our cities yeah. are you know on the coast how far inland ocean, would it go you, know? you think how far inland would it go um you know i i it, it would depend because there's other you know the areas are different some areas um the mountains are closer so yeah other areas it's it's flat you know for for further distances i mean the topography on the east coast varies right yeah. um it, it some people is make this the because of our meddling, or is this just nature taking its course, and this is just God? I mean, because cause, you know, we look both. at the span of our lifetime so far. Well, I mean, we haven't seen nothing happen, you know, really that's right. devastating that right. destroyed half the earth. Right, it, it, and it's it's both because. Yeah. On the one hand, I got a, mountain, I got a, I got a, Mike. I got a four hundred seven that wants to jump in here. Maybe get in here too. Uh, go ahead, there, four hundred seven. Hey, Joe. This is Sally. Uh, hey. Sorry, I didn't have the show last night, but the technical difficulties and still having them. <laughs> who knows? Uh, a major striking, uh, lightning strike that uh, knocked out my phone lines. My, oh, <laughs> my telephone. Okay. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> that's why I wasn't there last night for anybody else who's listening. Uh, hopefully, I'll be back online by next Monday. But right now, I'm still not. So. Oh my. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah. I thought well, maybe you had something to do. So, <laughs> now, nah, yeah, yeah, Mother Nature did get in the way, and see, lightning in Florida is actually a normal phenomenon. I don't think it's anything to do with climate change. It's just something that happens, and I just happen to be right in the right place. Yeah, and it yeah. hits. So. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, that's right. Both of you were down there in Florida. So, how is how is it down there? Hot or what? Um, yeah, it's it's been in the 90s here in the Panhandle. I mean, but I mean, I, I've lived in Florida all my life. I mean, I'm, I haven't heard them say anything about any record highs yet, but maybe they're down south someplace. I, I, there were record highs when I was in Orlando that was over 100, and we didn't go jumping up and down screaming that the the sky is falling. But we're we're in another yeah, yeah. world now. So, and I just, the fact that the guy from Greenpeace says the glo- the climate the planet is colder today than it's been in so many thousands of years. And it was John Casey who was out there saying there's, uh, the next ice age is on its way. 
um, it is more likely what's really happening. But and people get yeah. all crazy on this stuff. It's like, well, were there hurricanes before humans came to this area? Were there hurricanes that hit Florida when nobody lived along the coast? Probably, but who knew? You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's yeah. so much just insanity. Um, and all, when you think about all the fossil fuels, what, what do fossil yeah. fuels in the ground do when it comes to volcanoes and eruptions kind of thing? So, yeah, well, I guess they must explode. Cycle. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know. There is one thing that happened that nobody ever talks about, and then this is kind of uh, mentioning the thing with Africa kind of made me think about this. Do you remember, I don't know, it was a year or two years ago now down in, in Miami where that um, – Condo just totally collapsed. The building just fell to the ground. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about that. Now, if you go back and look, it was like the day before. It may have even been less than 24 hours, but it was like the day before. They were testing something off in the Atlantic, and it was this major explosion, and they showed this big thing of water flying up. It was on the news. They were all excited about testing this and this big deal. And then it was like the um, maybe within 24 hours, but the next day that building did this, and no, but and I remember there was some talk. A few of us said, "I wonder if that thing rattled the ground just enough to knock something loose," um, yeah, because it was such a lot. But this was man-made. This was you know they were doing their testing, whatever you want to call it, out in the ocean, acting like there is no impact. But nobody wanted to talk about that. I didn't hear any of the climate nutcases out there talking about that uh, when that probably was more of an impact than this other nutsy stuff that they talk about all the time. But it, you just think about it. If anybody wants to go check, the day before that building collapsed off in the Atlantic, off of uh, Florida there, they were testing this major explosion. Wow. It makes you wonder. Yeah. Makes you wonder yeah. what they got their hands on, and what they're going to be doing. You know what the, what the heck they're what the heck they're trying to do. I mean, what I mean, you know, what are they doing up in space all the time? You know, always they live up there, these space stations and everything. I mean, you know, what what are they doing? You know, <laughs> I mean, think and about it. What could you do up there all day? Yeah, and, and <laughs> at this point in time, I just can't believe anything any of these people say. I just I have no faith in any of them. Can't yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen too many videos showing. Uh, you know, too much evidence, I would say, to suggest that the whole space station thing is completely fabricated. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, we know the moon landing was fabricated, right? Was that a lie? I mean, I That's don't think they went there. <laughs> yeah. You know? No I mean, if they did, why haven't we been back there? You know? Makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You know? They gave me reason for that because they lost. They lost the <laughs> The, the telemetry. They lost the information. <laughs> <laughs> they lost the cocaine. <laughs> well, Mike, well, just real quick, uh, uh, what's going on with the Righteous Army? I mean, what's going on? I mean, is, it, is there any momentum here? Or we, is it just sitting there dead in the water? I mean, you know, you keep hinting that maybe you might get back on Zoom and whatever, but what's going on? Well, in the last the past month for me it's been pretty pretty rough. I've had to deal with a lot of things. I had to move um, yeah. you know, into a new place. So a lot of issues have been going on. I only just now even got back to my being able to look at my emails and you know, I get so many I was overwhelmed with emails to begin with, but now yeah. I kind of spent half the morning going through them and weeding them out and you know, there was a couple other you know, couple only a couple, you know, with 
somebody saying, hey, I'm looking for militia in my area, you know. Um, what are we doing here? Something needs to be done. They're destroying the nation, you know. Um, yeah, but, yeah. you know, only only a couple. I, Which I called them. I left them a message. They called me back so we can talk about that issue. Um, you know, I, you just don't know. There's not only is there too few people that seem to be, you know, interested in, in trying to organize, again, like-minded men and women on, on the issues that are of concern um, and the fact that they've got so many stupefied and dumbed down and the rest of them pacified with psyops. Um, it's kind of a losing battle. In, in It's a winning battle for us in the sense of get right with your maker, you know, get right with the creator God Almighty um, and at least try to, you know, have a dozen, you know, uh, people that you know that are looking to, you know, get out there and um, get out of the cities and find new alternatives for food. Well, I used to think that this was an opportune time for good people to rise up and start, you know, and, and do something good, you know. And, but I, I kind of well, lost that, the good, too, are, you know? the good people don't want to do anything. They, they, they've been brainwashed to believe they don't have to do anything because they're filthy rags and only Jesus is pure and he's coming back in the clouds of glory. So what can I do, right? Um, you know, the, the all-time greatest psyop of all, right? Um, you know, don't don't uh, strive to walk in the ways of God. Um, you know, just sit in your church pew, enjoy your your beer and your potato chips and your ball games and your your sweets and uh, your carousing and you know carousing and uh, wait on wait on you know the glorious day to come. You know, yeah. while we keep. Uh, Keep well, entertained and fooled so we can continue on with our evil plans of a new world order, one world government agenda that we will control so that we can have total control over all humanity. We won the game. You know? Yeah. Well, I know I'm me as far as I go. I'm I'm going to continue fighting. I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. I mean, I get my downs and down and I get frustrated and all that, but I know what I got. You know, and it aggravates me. It does. It does. Everybody, I mean, it just, just gets me, man, with what's going on out there. But at the yeah, same time, yeah. and, and the stupefying, stupid nonsense, but it's still, I mean, I'm still going to stand up and fight for what's, you know, uh, for what's right. I mean, look at Tave that calls in here all the time. Tave, I mean, you know, he he and I got into some arguments because, you know, he, he, he just doesn't know how to articulate the message to where he's talking about the Jews and this and this. And I'm like, you just can't say that, man. You know, it, 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 you know we, we got to go round them up and drag them, drag them by their hair and get them out of the country. What do you, what do you mean? I don't. You just can't say we're going to go after all the Jews. That's so stupid. You know, you can't say well, he, that. He understands that. He understands that because he has also said on your show repeatedly. You know, we need to say something other than Jews. He just has seen, uh, you know, too many documentaries that are out now showing how the people that own the Fed and the people that own Hollywood and the people that ha- that are behind all of, all of the politicians and the buyoffs are self-proclaimed Jews, you know. Yeah. And again, we know that we know the Jew psyop is out there too, you know. Um, Revelation two nine, Revelation three nine, um, you know, the, the the Jews have been used as a, as a pawn as well, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, they, they've been used as a a cover story as well, so that the ones that are behind it well, can get I, away with it. Yeah, no, I agree. The, I agree. Which... If, yeah, if we pointed at names, I mean, the the guilty individuals, Bill Gates, 
Bill Gates should be swinging. I mean, he should be hung. Yeah. Um, Klaus Schwab, he should be hanging. He should be hung. Um, yeah. Uh, um, you know, there's other names. I don't. I, I, they're listed at no. the top of the right. No. Well, when, when you say that, you mean they, you know, they should be brought before a court, you know, a lawful court, and it tried, and by their peers, a jury or whatnot, and it found guilty of the crimes that that we think they've done. Well, we know they've done right. committed, and then, right. then obviously, yeah, the, the highest, you know, death penalty, you know. Right. I mean, you know, if right. they, you know, well, well, yeah, the law you know, calls, nobody the should law, take the law into their own hands. Right. The law calls. The law calls for them to swing. The law. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I'm just, I'm just echoing the law. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. I want to make sure people are clear on that because you get your provocateurs right, out yeah. there who want to, you know, yeah. uh, try to say sure, well, sure, do right. other things. But well, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get you jammed up, but, Any, but anybody, anybody who's, who's out the, there, yep, go ahead. Anybody who's out there um, strategizing on injecting poison into our children so they can depopulate the world, um, any and all parties behind that, um, who have been manipulating the medical industry with false concepts of viruses and creating bioweapons in laboratories with the Department of Justice and putting them out as vaccines, um, there's a whole slew of people that, per the law, Based on that, they should be swinging and hanging. Um, yeah. Now, again, Agreed. again, to prove to prove that that's not me saying that, I'm just echoing the law. Listening. Um, have- I, I would not do that. I, I would, I would take all of them into custody, and they would all be on chain gangs, literally chain gangs. They would be in concrete. They would be in concrete cells, naked. Um, when bedtime came at uh, eight or nine or ten o'clock, um, they would they, the shackles would never come off. They would be shackled together, you know, in sixes maybe. Six is a good number they like. Um, so shackled together, <laughs> six feet apart, six of them, six feet apart, um, you know, in in a cell that's six by six by six, um, and um, and there'd be no screens on the windows. There'd be no air conditioner. It would just be natural, whatever the bugs were, whatever the temperature was, if it was hot, if it was cold, if there were mosquitoes, if there was roaches, if there was rats. Yeah, they, 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 they so see, I'm not saying kill them. I'm not yeah, saying that yeah. at all. I, I take no, them I on you. a chain gang and have them scrape chewing gum off of sidewalks across America. Have them pick up, uh, you know, beer cans and glass and gas cans and have them be required, each individual, to fill 10 heavy-duty industrial-sized garbage bags every single day um, to, to be thrown on the back of a truck that we can only to drive. We can, we can only fantasize. Well, let me play this, let me play this small do- documentary then because so, i got a bunch of people on here now that they want to hear it. So it's, I'm not, it's, you know, so it's about uh, nine minutes long, actually, ten minutes long, actually. This analyzes the problem, and, and this is the invasion. This is the invasion now. So it's happening here in America too, but but everything we know that starts over in Europe always comes over here to America. So and 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 the, and the culprits that are behind it, who are the culprits behind it actually? So uh, if people are offended by it, oh well. But this is what it is. So uh, I'll play this, and then anybody wants to talk about stuff, you know, for the rest of the remainder of the show, then just call in and press one. I've had enough. Now do you understand why these politically green-lighted so-called refugees of fighting age have been arriving in Europe without women and children? 
They're ready to burn Europe if they don't get the easy life they wanted and told to expect, and if their host European society doesn't bend to their will, to sideline over 2,000 years of European high culture and remnant Christianity to make Europe more like home, which, ironically, they claim to have fled due to its insecurity, violence, and economic privations. have been herded into ghettos as we've seen in France and elsewhere in Europe. The civil upheaval looks opportune and spontaneous, which it's not. It's being led by mischief makers that are not black or Arab. The menace leads from the shadows in the rear with money and influence peddling, which is the traditional currency of this tribe. The manipulator culprits are both unknown and unseen by the useful idiot invaders who are pushed and pulled with Hegelian precision to rape, riot, loot, and kill to serve the goal of destroying the white European civilization. But why now? And is this a spontaneous organic occurrence or planned, orchestrated, and meticulously executed? And if so, by who and for what benefit? That's what we're going to answer here as we draw together seemingly disparate events that bring us to what's happening today and where they're taking us, including who is the they. We name names. France has been packed full of invaders since the murder of Libya's Muammar Gaddafi by U.S.-backed rebel forces. Much of Europe has foolishly accepted the so-called refugees coming through an uncorked Libya, which previously held back a wretched African human river of economic refugees looking for a first world existence. Clueless, naive, liberal Europeans have foolishly embraced their destroyers to show they're virtuous, humanitarian, and not racist. The term racist and anti-Semitic have been weaponized. Racism and anti-Semitism is punishable by law in Europe. The Holocaust can't be questioned. Nationalism is reviled as being fascist and Nazi. Weak-willed, self-loathing European liberals cast themselves prone on the ground or take the knee to prove their superior virtue. Since when has hating your own race, culture, and heritage been a virtue? The answer is, since nationalism and one's white history has intersected with Marxist critical race theory, which has overtaken academia and infected public policy, corporations, the media, and popular culture. Marxism is Jewish in values, as was its author, Karl Marx. France's President Macron blames social media for France burning. We have news for him. It's the Africans and radicalized Muslims who have been transported to Europe through lawless Libya as the Mediterranean jump-off point to cross the sea to invade Europe. Behind these useful idiots are the puppeteers reshaping Europe in their image. Gaddafi warned this would happen if Libya was destabilized to serve Israel's interests. He called Libya the cork in the bottle of African discontent that would overcome Europe. Precisely that is happening. Obama, the unworthy Nobel Peace Prize winner, and Hillary Clinton did the U.S. neocons bloody bidding in Libya. It was Hillary who murdered Gaddafi using American rebel-directed proxies. Overnight, the body of the dictator was placed on the ground for all in the city of Misrata to see for themselves. It's expected that he will be buried today in accordance with Muslim tradition, but that funeral may be delayed. And we're now seeing new images of those final moments before his death. In this video just released, there he is, crowds surrounding him. 
while bloody moments of his life show him wounded and begging for mercy. He struggles, stumbles, and shouts as he fights against the enraged rebels. Haram Aleko, he says over and over, an Arabic expression that literally means, this is a sin for you. According to ABC's translators, it's generally used as a plea of vulnerability. Who can forget her cackle cry of, we came, we saw, he died. We came, we saw, he died. <laughs> that was the starter's gun for the European invasion. The cork was pulled out of the bottle. They knew what came next. They knew it. Libya was a war for Israel, as was Iraq before it, then Syria, and they're still trying to get a war going by sanctioning and goading Iran. These Middle East wars serve Jewish interests by destabilizing its Arab neighbors who united threaten the greater Israel project of occupying all that sits between the Nile and Euphrates rivers. The two horizontal blue lines on the Israeli flag denote the two rivers, the great Zionist plan for a greater Israel whose historical opponents have been white Christian Europeans. Christianity in Europe has nearly gone. Now it's time for the white race, hence the invasion of Europe. The 9-11-2001 Twin Towers destruction were two cordite wicks that set it all off. We now know 9-11 was a joint collaboration between Israel and its loyal American deep state Shaboskois and Sayenem which is the real U.S. government, which most Americans are clueless about, let alone realize it's almost exclusively run by dual-citizen American Israelis. America has a Zionist-occupied government. The CIA and Israel have collaborated before. They killed John F. Kennedy. Do you believe they murdered or were involved in the murder of your uncle? What would have you come to personally? The CIA, yes, they were definitely involved in the murder and the, you know, and the six-year cover-up. His comparatively recent 2019 declassified correspondence of 1962 are written threats to Israel Prime Minister Ben Gurion to cut off Israel for secretly developing nuclear weapons at Dimona in Israel was the catalyst that got him killed shortly after he issued the threats to Ben Gurion. To make its nuclear weapons, Israel was using stolen U.S. technology and uranium-234, stolen from the New Mech enrichment plant in Apollo, Pennsylvania. Kennedy's threat to abandon Israel would have immediately signaled to Israel's Arab neighbors that the American military umbrella was gone. The then newly 14-year-old state of Israel would likely not have survived without American protection. The world knows Israel is covertly nuclear-armed, Yuval Steinitz is chairman of the Defense Committee in Israel's parliament. Why should the world tolerate you having nuclear weapons and not, say, Iran? First, again, we never uh, admitted to have such weapons. But the very comparison is, I must say also, it's very insulting, and I tell you why. We suffered one holocaust. We listened to our neighbors. Is it because of the holocaust that you should be allowed to have nuclear weapons? You know what? This interview was finished now. Your attitude is so hostile. Israel refuses to allow International Atomic Energy Agency inspections or sign the treaty on the non-proliferation of nuclear weapons. In place, it maintains to nuke any neighbor in Europe of Israel is existentially threatened. It's called the Samson Option. Like Samson in the temple, he brought down the temple on himself to destroy his Philistine enemies. Ukraine is currently being ethnically cleansed for the backup homeland and refuge for world Jewry. 
Vladimir Zelensky is Jewish, as are the oligarchs who installed him with the backing, blessing, and resources of Jewish Victoria Newland, who is the undersecretary of the U.S. State Department. Nobody existentially threatens Israel without incurring regime change or consequences. Gaddafi and Saddam Hussein learned that. Indeed, before he was murdered, Gaddafi exposed Israel as Kennedy's killer with the CIA. JFK's assassination was just another joint operation predating 9-11. I will tell you, I found articles, not in any crackpot crack publication, but in very sophisticated publications saying, forget Lyndon Johnson, forget the CIA, forget Fidel Castro, gentleman on my right is is Martin W. Sanders, Sandler, and Marty, welcome. The uh, prolific Mr. Sandler has written and published more books than his age. Two of those have been nominated for Pulitzer Prizes. E. Marty is justifiably proud of his six books in the Library of Congress. Marty has also won five Emmy Awards for writing and producing. Marty, firstly, I must compliment you on the incredible variety of letters that you have selected. There are some just two remarkable gems. Jill Abramson, who is the executive director of the New York Times, wrote 10 days ago that an estimated 40,000 books have been published since the president's death. So, given the broad scope of the subjects you have tackled, why President Kennedy and why now? It was my conviction before I started this project that one could probably tell more about John F. Kennedy, the man, John F. Kennedy, the president, and the incredibly turbulent time for which he lived through, the, through letters. A very surprising series of letters between Kennedy and David Ben-Gurion, not only the prime minister, premier of, of Israel, but the founder of Israel, in which... They're very angry letters in which uh, Kennedy um, is saying to Ben-Gurion, I'm killing myself trying to get a nuclear test ban treaty. I've even got the Gaul on board, and that's impossible. And you keep testing in Demona. You've got to stop. And then Ben-Gurion, ben in so many words, says, it's easy for you to say sitting in Hyannisport. I'm sitting with the Arabs all around me. Do you want me to give up nuclear, nuclear testing? And Kennedy threatens him. And he threatens him in such a way that Ben-Gurion resigns. And I will tell you that I found articles, not in any crackpot publications, but in very sophisticated publications saying, forget Lyndon Johnson, forget the CIA, forget Fidel Castro. The Mossad killed Kennedy because they were so upset over what he did to Ben-Gurion. My guest today is Shabtai Shabit, who is the former head of the Mossad. And if you uh, uh, know what the Mossad is known for, we're going to get right into it. Thoughts on uh, Soleimani being taken out and uh, Mohsen Fakhrizadeh being taken out, the number one nuclear scientist. When that happened, what did you think about? Like, where did your mind go when you saw Ghassan uh, Soleimani and, and uh, Fakhrizadeh being taken out? I'll tell you what, uh, what went through my uh, mind. The notion that, that when we did similar or identical operations like these in the past, no one 
in the world knew about them. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, so in other words, you wouldn't have taken credit for it. I would take it. Not only that, I would plan it in such a way that I have that deniability even after the event.
white replacement. This isn't to say that each race of people doesn't have value. They absolutely do for their uniqueness, but in their own nation and culture. To force race mixing extinguishes the uniqueness of true human diversity. Let's make that clear. To encourage races to run away from their nations instead of nation building is wrong. It condemns those who remain at the expense of those who fled, usually for selfish economic reasons. Transnational corporations have been press-ganged into the Great Reset. They're directed and harmonized in lockstep by adherence to ESG, DEI, and CEI corporate scores needed to access the capital and finance of the mischief makers who are biblically known as the Jewish money lenders. The Jewish-led $20 trillion BlackRock is just one of a host of similar Jew-led investment houses and banks where the tribe dominates. Money runs the world through power, and that's precisely what they're doing now. The Holocaust narrative and anti-Semitism epithets mean we now can't even ask questions about what they're doing or their disproportionate power and influence relative to their small numbers in host nations. Europeans have been totally silenced and dare not point out the unseen culprits of the mischief and menace they're experiencing. The black, Arab, and Muslim invaders of Europe against their white hosts mean we don't see the Jewish mischief makers in Europe, let alone those in Ukraine at the moment. We don't see the Jew. It's no coincidence that chief global mischief makers like George Soros are Jewish, nor is it a coincidence Soros is a money maven, as most are. Money magic is a fiction most people don't comprehend. They have no idea the true nature of money and how it's brought into existence and extinguished to control the affairs of men and direct discipline individuals using debt. Most people are to focus on daily existence and their debts to work out who owns them and is pulling the strings. White replacement is real folks. And it's not just in Europe. It's your own future. Open your eyes. And moreover, look whose interests are being served by the upheaval we've been witnessing. And the white replacement, which they deny, deny, deny. But we can plainly see with our own eyes because we're experiencing it. Europe is living it. You'd better wake up real fast. There is an undeclared war on you, your race, culture, and way of life. That's what you're seeing in Europe, and that's what you're going to see closer to home with turmoil brought about by events and changes you could never have imagined possible. Wise up. With a racially atomized Europe and the Middle East in constant turmoil, Israel and the Jewish diaspora are free to fill the power vacuums where they don't already control. The Greater Israel Project will encounter no opposition in the Middle East or from Europe with the white races decimated. America was controlled long ago with a Zionist-occupied government that fights and finances wars for Israel. The alternative is Jewish nuclear weapons. From Greater Israel, it's a mere formality to world conquest as promised and directed by the Jewish Talmud. Talmudic Jews believe they're destined to rule the world as the rightful inheritors. These are not our words. Jewish supremacy is ardently believed by Jews. They truly believe they're chosen. They're convinced they're chosen to rule the world. Because their numbers are comparatively small, they pit non-Jews or Gentiles, as they're known, against each other to destroy each other. And Jews fill the vacuum they don't already control. Divide and conquer. They're always careful you don't see the Jew. That's why they have a practice of assuming names and identities of their hosts while never really assimilating.
That's how the wandering Jew and their identity has survived for thousands of years without a homeland until they proclaimed Palestine as Israel in 1948. Jews had a tenuous hold on Israel until Ben-Gurion covertly nuclear-armed it. Now, the only tangible threat is white Europe. It's why Israel's Samson nukes are pointed at Europe. The Holocaust narrative is about white Christian Europeans and their history to expel or exterminate the Jews for the mischief and menace they've caused since engineering the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and before. The Jewish claim of persecution is why Hitler is so important to Jews to manufacture white guilt and fuel perpetual rank-and-file Jewish fear. Hitler has been the Jewish lightning rod since World War II. The Nazis are their proof of a Holocaust, when in truth it's just a narrative kept alive by a Holocaust industry. It's a narrative that today cannot be questioned under the threat of jail in much of Europe and increasingly around the world by the introduction of hate speech laws, which are really designed to protect the Holocaust, which provides cover for Jewish criticism for their mischief and menace. Um, often when there is dissent expressed in the United States against policies of the Israeli government, um, uh, people here are called anti-Semitic. Uh, what is your response to that as an Israeli Jew? Well, it's a trick. We always use it. When from Europe somebody is criticizing Israel, then we bring up the Holocaust. When in this country people are criticizing Israel, then they are anti-Semitic. And the organization is strong and has a lot of money. And the, the ties between uh, Israel and the American Jewish establishment are very strong. And they are strong in this country. As you know, uh, they have power, which... Okay, they are talented people and they have power, money, and media, and other things. And their attitude is Israel, my country, right or wrong. They identify fiction. And they are not ready to hear criticism. And it's very easy to blame people who criticize certain acts of the Israeli government as anti-Semitic and to bring up the Holocaust and the suffering of the Jewish people. And that, that justifies everything we do to the Palestinians. Jews use never again as their rationale for all the mischief they create for non-Jews. It's their reason for self-defense, just as anti-Semitism is self-defense for non-Jews. Get rid of the European white Christians once and for all using Muslims, race-mixing white Europeans, and it creates unreconcilable internal strife, and the eternal white European threat to Jews is neutralized, as is nationalism, which is the enemy for Jews. That's what you're seeing in Europe. The rise of the far right is the only glimmer of hope for white Europeans to save themselves, but they'll be equated to Nazis by philo-Semite white race traitors. European state security apparatuses will be used to attempt to crush the white rescue operation. This will lead to even more civil unrest in Europe. Europe looks like it has Middle East and African problems, an irreconcilable clash of civilizations, but Jews have fomented it and are now exploiting the division they engineered. Gaddafi warned Europe. Jews are at the center of it, as Barbara Spector will soon admit to you. Europe has not yet learned how to be multicultural, and I think we're going to be part of the throes of that, of that transformation, which must take place. Europe is not going to be the monolithic uh, uh, 
societies that they once were in the last century. Jews are going to be at the center of that. It's a huge transformation for Europe to make. They are now going into a multicultural mode, and Jews will be resented because of our leading role. But without that leading role and without that transformation, Europe will not survive. You're white, then you suspect the black man. Yeah. If you're black, you suspect the white man, and they know that. Yeah. They know that. And, the, and they know that because the minute they can get that going, and between that black guy and that white guy, the Jew becomes invisible. Nobody sees the Jew anymore. At the end of days, you're going to need the iron of Hesav, which represents Edom, which is the West, uh, Europe, and the Americas, to get intermixed with Ishmael, which is basically Arabs and, and Muslims. How in the world was this ever going to happen if not for this refugee crisis? At the end of the day, you're going to have this intermixing between Esav, Edom, which is the West, and the East, which is the Muslims and, uh, um, and, and the Arabs, making this through this influx into the world. They're going to have a far larger birth rate than the indigenous people there, and they're going to sort of conquer by number. And there are many different sources for this, where there will be many, many people killed and so on and so forth. So the idea of having these refugees come into Europe, it's no longer a matter of whether it's right or wrong. It's just simply a fulfillment of what it was meant to be all wrong. It's the fulfillment of the Hazan and the prophecies. This has to happen, and this is just another sign that we are nearing, you know, the completion of the sequence of the entire world. But we know one thing, right, that when it comes to classic Rome, you know, which is Europe, they're finished. And you don't have to be a prophet or a great analysis for that. You have to open the view, the, 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 the TV or the internet and see that exactly what was prophesied then, that the sons of Ishmael are going to go and cause, cause havoc around the world. So France is completely barbecued, England is next, now half of Europe is completely uh, half dead. Now look what's going on in America. So, you know, uh, now in a country near you. Asking what's going to be with the Goyim when Mashiach comes. Will they be destroyed and annihilated? Someone asked who cares. <laughs> okay. As a nation, they'll cease to exist, even as individuals. Every individual, no survivors. Not only as a nation, they'll cease to exist, even as individuals. In modern terminology, they call it cultural genocide. <laughs> they'll be annihilated, but they basically learn there's going to be cultural genocide. And you know what? The Goyim, the Goyim as they exist as Goyim, if they have some, that's done with. Bustle in the bustle. There you have it. There you have it. You won't see that on Fox News. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Who do we got on the phone lines here? All right. We got a few people here with their hands up, so let's bring them on. Uh, go ahead, dear uh, 330. You first. And I got a private caller. Well, I'm glad to see, Joe, that you have finally found the information I've been telling you about. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I was wondering where you were at. I, I said, boy, I think you'll like this that I placed. Well, well it's, it's, it's more to it than that. I mean, there's more. I, right. I understand the outline. And I've never denied that, what you were saying. But you're not going to go. Can't, you can't go out there and say, we're going to round these people up and round them up. You can't do that. That's wrong. Well, you know, you got to analyze the problem a different way. Well, now you know? I'm looking at it, and if you listen to all that stuff, now after you listen to that, if you get into it a little bit farther and the people actually talk about the history 
and the rest of everything that they've done, the only outcome that people were able to stop what they were doing was to round them up and banish them. Yeah, but look how that turned out, though. All right, now hang on. You're right. That's how they did it back then. And look how it turned out, though. It breeds hate. And then you're gonna, then yeah. you're hurting good people too, and you can't do that well, because there are good people well, that well, are. Here. There's not every single Jew is evil now. No, you know not. now there's the practicing Talmud is here. yes. It's the Talmud ones are the bad ones I was talking about. And here's the thing: yes. when you when you let them continue to do what they're doing, and you don't put them in their place and make it make, you have to look at this like it's a, a creature or a demon because. They aren't regular human beings to think the way that they do. They have no compassion. They want you well, dead. Evil. Now, if you want, yeah, to, it's evil. yeah, if you want to bend to that, you've got to stop it. You can't let it continue. But letting it continue, it gets worse. And that's why where we are right now, where we are at, because it has progressively gotten so bad because everybody's been scared of the anti-Semite and everything that they just talked about. You hear out of the rabbis' mouths themselves, we have barbecued Europe. I don't have to say another word. Let me bring on another caller here, private caller. Yeah, I know. We we heard it. But all right, let me bring on another caller here, private caller. Go ahead, dear private caller. I don't know who you are. Yeah, this is Brother Warren, host of New Uh Orleans Wake Up. Okay, go ahead, Brother Warren. No, I listened to the piece you played. I listened to the piece you played, and I'm just disappointed in you. You are. Why I'm not allowed to play? I'm not allowed to. Play. I'm only supposed to play one side of things. I'm not allowed to play the other side of things. Hang on, Dave. Hang on, Dave. I don't want to turn into a shouting match here. Hang on, Dave. Hang on, Dave. Hang on, Dave. Hang on. For fact. Yeah, it would be fair, Joe, for me to let you. It would be fair. Dave, I'm going to mute you. Hang on. You can't. I'm not going to turn this into a shouting match. Ten times to you, but yet you still want to think that it's all me and I'm the racist. Joe's the racist. Everybody's racist to think this. They've brainwashed so many people into the ideology that you're thinking of and the way that you're thinking, and it makes people stick to it because when you hear it so much, that's all you know. Okay, you now let me get back. Let me get back to the caller, Dave. Let me get back to the caller, Dave. It doesn't always come up head. The winners of war write the stories and keep history. The atrocities we on know, the other we side know. of that Hang on. All right, hang on. Hang on. I got to mute him. He's not listening. You're not listening, Dave. Hang on. Warren, go ahead. Finish your yeah. point. Why are you no, upset I, with I, me? I, I, I think that... I think that we... When I say we, all of us have tried to fight so hard in this country to bring about a more tolerant society, and uh-huh. that piece that I heard uh, really brings us back to the 1940s and 50s when you heard stuff about racial mixture, anger against racial mixture and against yep. Jews. It's really a backwards position, and it's very okay. unfortunate that uh, okay. that people today still espouse these these ideas that well, in America now. try okay, time too out, hard time to out. do out of. It's a sad thing. Hang on. Time out now. Let me ask you this question. So what they were saying is lies? Is what they're saying was a lie? Uh, uh, very uh, Much of what he was saying was just totally uh, – uh, misinformation to create to generate hate against certain. Uh, what was misinformation? Explain to me what well, was misinformation. The, well, the overemphasis on uh, Jewish people—that's an old trope. Whoa, whoa, that, whoa, whoa, old... whoa! Overemphasis is not misinformation. Tell me what was misinformation. 
everything he said was everything slanted for uh, an agenda. No, 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 no. Yeah, again, what was misinformation? Slanted is not misinformation. Overemphasizing the, 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 is the not misinformation. Theory, the replacement theory that whites are being replaced is a complete lie. Excuse me. Excuse me here. That's not what that was said. That's what was your, that's your slanted that's what narrative I, I, from what, what was said. That's what I heard the guy say. No, okay. what you heard was that the multiculturalism that they're pushing on the, and the premises of that, and it's a fact, you see it in Hollywood, you see it everywhere, that they push this narrative that that's that it, that like it's the majority when it's very not representative Joe, of Joe, the society today. Explain the narrative, Joe, that you're talking about specifically so we can be on the same page. Let me say it. You're, are you going to sit here and tell me that, that when society is stressed or a culture is stressed, that people don't naturally conjugate or stick with their own types of tribes or people throughout history? Yeah, well, people, well, people normally do conjugate with themselves. What's well, the wait point? a second. You What's just told me that. that no, you just told me everything they said in that video was a lie, and they said that in this everything, video. Everything that was, what was said was skewed to generate hate towards specific groups. And it, what it did was it made white people as if they're victims, white Christians well, they, I, as if well, they're victims. Well, well, they are victims, white people. Okay, white people okay. are being attacked. Okay. As, okay. White people are – wait wait a second. White people are being attacked in, in inner cities across America, in the subways of New York. They are being attacked. They are being uh, 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 the knockout game. Remember that was going around the internet, the knockout game of, of, of a pack of blacks going and knocking I'm, out I'm a ninety-eight-year-old woman, the, white but woman. See, but see, here's the thing. But see, here's the thing. Even with that, we don't know all the details of that because we saw what certain details? selected videos, certain selected videos, certain it's not selected, selected video. videos. It's not. Let me bring on another caller here. Three one four. Go ahead, Dave. I'm gonna bring it back on, but I don't want to hear arguing, man. I don't want. You're not gonna talk over me. I'm the host. Uh, go ahead, three one four. You know, I wasn't gonna talk about this, but you're absolutely right. I know St. Louis very well, where you got these crazy Negroes going around attacking white folks. Last incident, yeah. you had a white homeless man sitting on the curb there on 12th Street. Across from Missouri Bar and Grill, Caddy Corner to the Shell Station, and this black person walked up behind him and shot him in the back of the head. <clears throat> but uh, I'll tell you another incident that happened in St. Louis. You ever heard of that guy by the name of VJ, the Indian that pretended to be black in order to get into medical school? Yeah, yeah. You heard that story? Yes. Well, he did do bits and pieces of it. He had a 3.1 GPA, and he. He altered his looks and his designation on his his entrance submission papers to St. Louis University. My grandson went to St. Louis University for one summer for speed reading. And he got there to be a mission, and the mission person was black. And the black told him, so, you know, you're not black. So anyway, he went on to tell the man he was there to go to school. So guess what? He got in because of not because of his 3.1 GPA because it was below what they was looking for, which was about a 3.7 or 3.9. But he got in because he was black. And guess what happened? He had to leave. You know why? Because he couldn't stand up to the rigors of the requirements of the course. 
And that goes <laughs> to show you that that's what's happening to some of these black students. They're being admitted into these positions, and they don't have the qualification, the background to stand up to the rigors of the coursework. Yeah. And guess what and they do facts. then? They stay at facts. the school longer. They stay at the school longer than what's required if they get out at all, thus by raising and incurring more student loan debt. Tell yeah. me who's benefiting off of that. Exactly. Uh, Joe, exactly. Can, I, can I share something with you, Joe? Can I share something yeah, with you? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you haven't done anything yeah, overbound just, just yet. A, just, I mean, go just, ahead. Just a couple. Of, just a couple of weeks ago in Portland, Oregon, uh, a black guy who owned a food truck was attacked by a white guy. The white guy just went up to him, beat him, called him the N word, and everything. Uh, this happened in uh, Portland, okay. Oregon, just a few weeks ago. And I'm not uh, denying uh, that. Your, uh, uh, huh? I'm not denying that 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 blacks become okay, victims now, of and crime. Then, and then we have here we have here in North Dakota a 74 year old white guy sentenced to two years for choking an 11 year old black girl uh, who was playing in his driveway. So and then we have the case in Florida where a white lady uh, harasses these black children, calling them the N word, and then threw a skate at them. And then when the mother went to see, well, she shoots and killed the woman. So this idea you're pushing and, and, and some of the servants you may be associated with are pushing that the white people are the victims, that's a false narrative. No, it's not. No, it's not. That, now, look, I'm not denying that blacks become victims of crimes in America, and it hasn't happened in the past either. But what a guy, the guy that slavery. did the presentation, but the guy you did the presentation just now, he didn't talk about that. He made yes, it he seem did. as if white yes, people he did. are yes, endangered yes, he did. He species. Said every race has their unique dynamic feature. Every race has is beautiful, basically. That's what he's saying. Okay, but you have a group of people. You have the money behind this group of people, like George Soros, that are pushing a narrative and trying to push this uh, this this push of multiculturalism. They're shipping these criminals from Africa what, what, through what, Libya, what, what's wrong with through Libya, on Joe, what's wrong with Joe? What's wrong with multiculturalism? Don't we live in a multicultural society? No. Blacks hate multiculturalism. You know, yeah, one of the other things. You Joe, want to talk about race? We have different cultures. Hang on, hang on, hang on, Warren. Hang on, hang on. Go ahead, dear Warren. You know, okay, you talk about racism. When you talk about racism, when you look at some of your major cities like Chicago, when you had one year four thousand eight hundred seventy-five blacks shot by other blacks with seven hundred forty-five murders. No white police shot anybody. That's racism. The next year, exactly. Next yeah. year, four thousand six hundred and sixty-one with six hundred and sixty-one killed. And the following year, you have about three thousand seven hundred with seven hundred some odd killed. These are blacks permitting racism on other blacks. Yeah, yeah. Which is a crime. Which is wrong. I mean, think and about I that wrong. number. Wait a minute. Think about that number. Four thousand eight hundred and seventy-five. It was. It was reported in the Chicago Tribune, the Chicago Sun Times, and AB7 Chicago. And nobody says anything. And that's just that one city. You want to come to St. Louis? You want to go to Detroit? You want to go to Philadelphia? 85% of whites are murdered by other whites. So the racism of whites against other whites is not talked about. Well, let me tell you this. According to the FBI statistics, when you look at the murders who are between the age of 15 and 34, black males kill 219 out of 100,000. White males kill only eight. 
I say it again, only eight out of 100,000. Guess who second, Joe? Show that white Guess people, people and 5% of white hey, people. Hey, man, look, I wasn't talking when you were talking. Why did you say that? Hang on. Hang up. Yeah, yeah, hang on, Warren. Hang on, my screen just went blank on me. Hang on. And Joe, so you listen to Joe, did you listen? Hang on, Warren. Hang on. my studio screen here. Joe, Joe, you. Did you listen to the show I did called Did you listen to the show I did called no, Pianki the King versus Pianki the Bitch? Oh man. Pianki the King Pianki the King is dead. All right, all right, all right, all right. No, 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 White females is 1.3 to 100,000, and black female is double the rate of white males. What did that okay. say? Yeah. So now, Warren, I'm going to bring it back on. Don't call him names. Don't attack him. We're not going to attack each other on this show. It's not going to happen. Go ahead, Warren. The no, I was, saying, I, 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 I was saying uh, I did do a show about the name Pianchi and where it comes from, the real Pianchi. All right, well, that's fine. That's fine. You did a show I, about I that. That's, that but that's not my show, that. okay? I encourage my listeners to listen to that, and they will be educated on that name, Pianchi, right. and then those okay, who fine. All right, all right. You don't like, okay, all right, all right, right. I'm going to do a show. I'm going to do a show where Warren Carter comes from. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> all right, let's look at the real numbers here. Let's look at the real, real numbers. Again, again, Warren, you made a comment saying that that, that, that for, see, you contradicted yourself. You said everything that, that narrator said was a lie. And then you came back the and, and agreed with him. The narrator you, you, you contradicted was pushing, yourself. And the, the narrator was pushing a racist trope. And that is that whites are under siege by other people. Therefore, they are we must Europe. lash out. They are we in must Europe. lash out. In other words, therefore, we must lash no, out against no, don't Jews be reading into it. non-white people. No, 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 no. That's no. the propaganda. He That's did the not say that. Purpose for that. No, he did not say that. That's what you're reading into it. It's saying. That's not what he said at all. He you did not say we need to you lash out. Okay. Let me bring on Mike here. Mike, I'm going to bring you on now. Go ahead, Mike from Florida. Go ahead, back on. Welcome to the show. Uh, obviously, the, the, I'm taking flack now from uh, Warren, one one caller, saying that everything that the narrator said was wrong, and, and, and it's racist now. I'm a racist, and he's disappointed in me for playing mm-hmm. something like that. You got to play the rabbi. Dave, I'm Where talking to Mike. Rabbi? Hang on. Go ahead, Mike. Here's the thing to put it in the most simple, to the point truth which so few people are aware of and can't hardly grasp. And this is, this is why people are so confused. There's a creator, Lord God Almighty, a God of life who created all things. All things exist by way of the intentional, purposeful, creative design of God Almighty, the creator divine, the God of life. That's a fact. Now, the creator, Lord God Almighty, has created everything that exists, which includes multiple peoples, uh, animals, plants, the different, different uh, variety of things that the Creator has created. Well, on this earth, which most Christian, you know, thought, you know, lends, you know, the, the, the notion that, okay, you know, we're a fallen world, it's a sinful world. Well, in, in fact, um, while, while it's understandable that a lot of 
people are turned off by religion for good reason, and then that ends up ultimately even turning them away from God himself, um, and they become self-proclaimed atheists um, or agnostics or, you know, um, think that they're, you know, some kind of a, you know, holier-than-thou or smarter-than-thou, you know, science-minded kind of person. Everybody has their own egos that get in the way as well. But the bottom line is this world, this earth, is a proving ground and it's a testing ground, and it is a fallen planet in the sense that God created many things here. He created all the unique, beautiful, different species and races of peoples tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years ago. This world was populated by a variety of creatures that God made, okay? So let me, just to to make a point, okay, if people want to get offended, they can get offended, okay? But when you hear things like, if it wasn't for the white man, you know, Negroes in Africa would still be living in mud huts and, you know, you know, chucking spears type of, you know, mentality or, or proposition. Well, first of all, there's, there's, a, there's truth to that. There's truth to the fact that the, the, that the, the African people that are here today in the United States of America were brought into white Society. They were brought into – now, can an argument be made and, and do, do, do good black people have a legitimate beef and a legitimate argument that could be made against, you know, these uh, white conquerors um, that in, in an abusive fashion were trying to take over other lands and try to, you know, for their own personal gains, they were um, colonizing and, and invading other territories and invading – do they have a just – you know, position to take there? Of course they do. And that's what only confounds the situation. Because in point of fact, if you go back to the biblical stories of Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve were put here for a purpose because this world had fallen. You know, the Bible refers to a rebellion. It refers to, to put it in layman's modern-day terms, there was um, a group of created individuals, beings, that said, you know what, uh, the Creator God Almighty says, you know, this is what the Creator God Almighty expects of creation because this is the law. This is, this is the Creator. Like, the, the Creator creates with, with a purpose in mind. And, and the, the best example that can be given is the example of homosexuality. God created man with a penis and woman with a vagina so they could procreate and they could enjoy their sexual experiences together. So God made man and woman in that fashion to be that way. Well, so, wait a second, wait a second, Mike, wait a second. He created man and woman to marry and, you, and to unite, not to go out and hump and screw another woman, every other woman on the planet. You know, when you say enjoy, yeah, well, what do you mean by enjoy? Right, well, first of all, <laughs> um, all right, let's elaborate on that then. So first of all, first of all I appreciate and respect. I got the a question to ask him, Joe. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, all right. So to, to elaborate on that issue, um, there is also the reality. See, the problem we all have, the problem we have, is that the world that we live in has been completely turned upside down and flipped and fabricated by the rebellers, by the ones that opposed the omnipotent creator God. They, they, well, they evil, evil. Isn't, there, I mean, isn't Satan involved no, in this somehow, the evil, the no, fallen no. angel? 
No, Satan is a Satan fallen. You know, Satan is is all of it has been bastardized to give people ideas and concepts that are not not consistent with the actual truth. In an example, well, wait a second, wait a second Mike. Like, You're telling me that there is no evil, evil. There's that there, there wasn't a cherub or 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 or, or an evil uh, an evil uh, angel that God threw out of heaven. Didn't he throw the, the, these angels out of heaven? I mean, is there any truth to that? I mean, that's no, what actually, the Bible. I mean, no, actually, no. Actually, the Creator, God Almighty, created Lucifer as a perfect specimen. Lucifer was perfect yeah, in all did, ways. Yes. That's what I say. Yeah. Yeah, he right. was perfect. Yeah, he was perfect, but then he threw him out of heaven because he came corrupted, pride, right? I right. Mean, you know, what it, was, okay. Those, again, again, those are modern day interpretations of the fact that he was one of several in the hierarchy that said, you know, I, I prefer this. I want to. I want to do it this way. See, there's God's way because God is the creator. God's the one that made life and said this is what i made it to be but because of the fact that the creator creates all beings with free will right that we we have choices so we can we can we can walk in accordance with yeah this is the way god made it to be and it makes sense and i'm good with that or we can go aloft or go astray or as he said evil is a word they use to describe the never-ending role of a person saying, I can do whatever I want to do. If it feels good to me, if but I my, like but it. Mike, my it question is this, Mike. Like, but, but hang on, Mike. Hang on, Mike. Not to get into laboratory, big, big lab. My question is, why is it every single time that somebody mentions a story to stick up for the white race or the white race is being, you know, there's, there's a white victim, uh, Warren has to bring up three crimes that white committed. You know, and I'm a racist because I'm Mike, saying that Mike. I'm trying, you know, why can't anyone stick up for the white Mike. race? Why? Okay. Right, so I, was, I was getting a little too elaborate because I was trying to give a premise, preface for what I was going to say. If I got right to your point, I've said it before. The white race, the white race of people, people we understand as being Caucasian, Aryan, Celtic, white, are descendants or byproduct descendants from Adam and Eve, period. The Negroes did not come from Adam and Eve. The Chinese did not come from Adam and Eve. Very well, I got to disagree with you, Mike. I got to disagree with you on that. I, I believe that we're all God's. We're all God's children. They are. They did come from Adam and Eve. They, they, they came from. There's what? What? what Ham, Japheth, and uh, uh, Shem. I mean, you know, you don't think that that's not true? That there was no. I mean, that's that there was no. That you know. No, that's absolutely not true. Well, where did they say. come from then? You're telling me that the blacks and the Chinese came from where then? They're not God's children too. They're created like all well, things. Some, like those are some arguments created. you don't want to engage in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he made an argument. He made a statement saying that whites went into the continent of Africa and stole people. That is totally yeah. not true. And I know very well for certain states around from Cameroon on coming up to the north, up to Gambia. It did not happen like that. It's impossible. Okay. Matter of fact, it was Africans that taught the world about slavery. Okay. And also, okay. And also, you know, again, this is a very deep, convoluted issue because this world is nothing but upside down and backwards, and people have been completely lied to about it. It is. It is. It is. And we may never find out the truth, Mike. We may never get the truth, but we can examine today and see what's going on today. We know what the hell's going on today, right? 
So so let's just forget about yesterday in the past, and let's talk about what's happening today. Warren called in here, and he said, I'm a racist because I played that show. No. What I want to ask you is, I want to go back to the part about multicultural that the guy talked about. It, it was presented as if that's something bad. Don't it isn't is. America it, a multicultural place, though? No, no. Multicultural, because multi, multicultural is being forced upon the people. It's being forced. No, no, no. But what do you mean? Give me an example, Joe. Give me an example. Well, let's see. If they're shipping people up from the central part of Africa through Libya, right, criminals, uh-huh. to cause havoc uh-huh. in, in, in France, don't you think that that's wrong? Well, well, I mean, Why do you think Gaddafi multi- was toppled? Wait, wait, wait. No, but, but, no, no. But, but let's, let's, let's take out the people being shipped in. Don't you have diverse populations in all of these countries in Europe and the United States? Yeah. Yes, there's nothing wrong okay, with that. So, so therefore, so therefore, children, children who go to school, and let's say France or the United States are going to school with people of different races and cultures, right? It doesn't work out that easy like that. That sounds like well, a no, nice no, no, plan, no, no, that's not, no, but that's not is, how it works are, are out. Kids, are kids in school in America going to school with kids of different races and cultures? That's true or false? That's true, and there's, but isn't it true? Now, let me ask you a question. Isn't it true that there's problems because of that? No, because no, the problem is people making problems. No, 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 no. Who's making the problems? You have, you, have, you have schools where you have kids of different uh, ethnic races, and they get along perfectly well. Really? And they're learning from each other. They're learning from each other. Tell me what city in America, what city is nonviolent in America? Can you name one city in America that's nonviolent? What did you say, Joe? Yeah, go ahead. Go go ahead. Hang on. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bianca. You want to say something? Go ahead. Listen, you know, that's just not true. During the Black Power Movement, blacks said they wanted wanted (laughs) black studies, they wanted black professors to teach it. Also, you had a big movement in the country, especially in the public school district. It started off private. It was an African-centered curriculum they wanted to have in public schools, which they did. And here's another thing. Here's another thing. We have a school in St. Louis on Union Boulevard, about three or four blocks north of Del Mar. It's called Sodan. It's now called Sodan International. They had students in there from Bosnia. They had black American students in there, and they had students in there from Serbia. Man, those students from Bosnia and Serbia got to fighting like you don't know what. But here's the thing. One of the Bosnian students got in an argument with a black American kid. He went down to every classroom and said something in his own language, and next thing you had about 50 of them showing up into this classroom getting ready to beat the hell out of the black. But now they don't get along with each other. Yeah, the same exactly. way with Somali. Joe, Joe, Somali Joe, culture, not, Joe, Somali culture and I'm going to say this. Joe, hang on, hang on, let me Hang on. Joe, Warren, hang Joe, on. That is not Joe, that is not happening in every school. Hang on, hang on. that is not happening in every school. So that's not school. Hang on, Warren, I'm going to mute you. He's not finished making his point yet. Let Bianchi finish making his point, then you can talk. In St. Louis, among the Somali kids who still there in a housing project, just a few blocks from Bashan High School, they got a, a, a they got a tradition that male teachers do not teach their female students, female Somali students in the public school. So no, the culture. You know, they study American things, 
but they walk out of there with and maintain their own culture. Somalians don't play with the black American kids, nor do any of the other play with the black American kids. That's true. If that's that how true. they want it. They can have it like that. Yeah. All right, Warren. I'm gonna brush you. Come back on now, Warren. Go ahead. Yo, every, everything Tiaki said is a lie. He, what no, he's saying not. is a lie about all of those situations. Okay. No, it's not. And so you have kids. You have kids all over America going to school with each other and get along perfectly well. So what this man is perpetuating, like the documentary you played, is a complete lie. Number two, another thing. Ask the caller why he has an African name. Why did he pick an African name for himself if he's disregarding the importance of multicultural other cultures? Is that a contradiction? Ask the caller, uh, Joe. I'm not going to answer that. You want me to answer that? Yeah, go ahead. Answer go ahead. Shut him ahead. up and I'll tell you. <clears throat> first place, and first of all, you said I was a liar. You a goddamn liar, you fool. I lived in those areas, so I've seen firsthand. How the hell are you going to tell me talking that bull crap? Another part, my name is what's on my birth certificate, what they decided to name me. And everything else. That is not true. That is not on your birth certificate. You changed your name. So all right, really all right. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that, Warren. All right, Warren, I'm not going to get into that, what his name is and what's on his birth certificate. That's his business, okay? That's what I call him. I call him Bianca because that's what I know him as, okay? Go back to the freaking video that I played. Okay? Why is it untrue? Because uh, you haven't named nothing in there that's untrue yet. What that what they played? I'm telling you, in America, you are in a shell or a bubble if you think America is all white. Okay? Even in in areas of the country, I never said it was all it, white. It had, no, but therefore you have different. Races and cultures in America. People are going to school together, learning from each other. And then there's people like on that documentary you played and senile people like talking with African names who are perpetuating lives. Okay. Dave, go ahead, Dave. You want to say something? No, Mike. If you're going to talk about multi No, Mike. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Dave, go go ahead, though. But go ahead, Dave. So what you're looking at, see, you're, you're misunderstood. You're putting color and calling it multicultural. You're saying that the black kids can be with the white kids, the Mexican kids can be with everybody, the Chinese, and be all in the same room and get along. They do until you bring in their culture. Because you are in the United States of America. You can't bring in Islam and make everybody in the classroom bow and pray to Mecca. You can't do it. That's the problem. You're not going to get rid of it because the cultures are all here. And there has not ever been one, one country that's completely their own culture without being infiltrated or had other cultures brought in and brought into them have actually benefited. They fall apart. The more cultures let, 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 but let, me in, let me say this to you. Have, let, let, let me say this to you. Arise. All right, let, let him let respond, then I'm going to bring Mike on. Go ahead. Yeah, let, let me say this with all due respect. The the um the the idea that you're trying to maintain is is, is is that's in the past and you're not in reality in terms of what America is becoming socially and how people are intermingling. You have a lot of white kids and I, I come across a, I come across a lot of white kids who are heavily influenced 
by other cultures, particularly black people in this country. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Walking around with their hands down. Yeah, They're not going to go back into this thing when you don't, you don't hang with black people and all that. It's not going to be that way anymore. And you all need to accept that because you sound no, like why? why do we have to accept that? Hang on, hang on. Time out, Dave. Don't start yelling. Don't start yelling. Hang on. Why do we have to accept it? Why? Why do I have to accept because, that? Because because when people of different cultures interact, you can't put that genie back in the bottle. You can't come back in and say, okay, all the black kids over here. All the white kids you go uh, you're there. Right. You're all right. You're right. I can't you do that. There, People will do all that the naturally. the kids you go there. That, you know, that, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. That's, that that's, too, that's backwards. That's backwards. I got an answer okay, for that. Okay, Mike, too, go ahead. Mike wants to say something. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, so the point that one was making about blacks and whites getting along, that's like such an insignificant statement because that's pretty much true across the board. Generally speaking, human beings are going to get along with one another, period, because we're all human. The problem is in the leadership and in the New World Order, One World Government agenda, which is led by that group of people who have stated for over 100 years, we will conquer and destroy the white race of people. We will use our money to infiltrate white nations with blacks and Asians and Indians to walk them down and get rid of them because they are the warrior culture. But more than that, they are the direct descendants of Adam and Eve. They are the, the bloodline that, that the two brothers fighting. It's about stomp out that bloodline from which came Yahushua, the bloodline of Adam and Eve. So any white I, I think, I think it's the, are representative yeah. of that. All right, closing thoughts. I guess I got to do closing thoughts, so I'll start off at the top because uh, we're got down to that point now. Because I know everybody's got a lot to say. So uh, before we, because I want everybody to get a chance. Yeah, four oh seven, American statesman. You still there? You want to say something on this? I know you've been silent there. Are you still there? Yep, I'm still here, just listening. Um, I want to find out when is Brother Warren going to China? He kept telling us he was going to China, but I haven't. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try to go next year, Sally. But Sally, but Sally, I am, I am in early August. I'll be going to Zambia, Namibia, and South Africa, and I'll be there in those places for the whole month of August. And then the other question that just to put out for some of the people to think about, I don't think I heard uh, Joe from Montana on, but the question is if, because um, those who don't believe in God, if we do or not get, if there is no God, who grants us our rights? If our rights come from God, but when there is no God, who grants us our rights? And uh, the other is like, well, we'll get caught up on a lot of things, hopefully, next Monday when I can hopefully be back on the air with my um, connectivity issues taken care of. So anyway, that's it for right now. I'll kind of leave it there. Okay. All right. Who grants us our rights if there's no God? That's a good question for people to try to come up with an answer on. But uh, Tave, closing thoughts? You want to make some comments here? Yep. I've said it from the get-go. It's not a group. It's an it's an overall bad line of blood. Mike brought it up. We talked about it. Now you're starting to hear how it's getting more centralized. And just like in the past, the evil that these people do, they have no goal except to be in control, in power, and over you. That goes for the whites, the blacks, the Asians. If you are not of the bloodline of those evil bastards, you are to be destroyed and done. There's, there's no place on this planet for you because you can't coincide with them. And as far as multicultural goes, 
Everywhere you go, you can have people get along until you tell a certain people they have to do something that they're not accustomed to. You build up anger. You build up resentment. And, Warren, if you think that anybody in this country that's American wants their kids to go to a school where they trust in the teachers in the system to show them how to do mathematics, English, or whatnot, not to be indoctrinated under gay culture or transgenderism, because that is a culture. That, that's an evil culture that you're saying that we're supposed to be okay with. Well, guess what? I can probably tell you there's about 100 million Americans that say you can kiss all of our asses, and they're all white, black, Chinese, Mexican. It doesn't matter. We're not going to conform to that agenda. If you do, then you get what you get then. That's as easy as it can be said because it's evil. You don't have to believe in God, but you have to have some morals, self-respect, and dignity. And if you don't do that and leave the kids alone, the kids aren't to be pawns and they're not to be toys to be played with. Period. Once you go that All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right, all right. Well, yeah, all right. I know when you start getting into the kids and everything, you know, and, and again, you know, I, again, the representation, our leadership is broke. We have poor leadership in this country. But, uh, Pianke, you want to say something? Well, yeah, and I, I'm glad I heard him say he's going to Zambia because I got land in Zambia. And if I ever call somebody over there in my my states and our, com- our community there, I should say the village there, trying to trying to see a soul descent. We're going to kick their butts out of there, put them in the ocean. But the thing is, <laughs> is that you got those on the left in America in society, those on the right and those in the middle, which is perfectly fine. People do what they should want to do and not be forced to do it. There shouldn't have never been any forced sex integration called the jury. Let people do things the old de facto way, and that's based on their choice. That goes with education, where you want to live, and everything else. You ever notice uh, when African immigrants come here to the United States, they don't have no problem moving in certain white areas. They marry white women, and uh, white women, uh, women uh, black women, African women marry white males. Don't have no problem at all. It's just with this other group that's been indoctrinated, not all, but a lot, that you have these problems coming out. And, I mean, yeah. it has to be something that has to admit. You take a school district. When the school districts go from a zero to about 30% black, the students learn fine. But when it gets beyond that, then all hell breaks loose. You can give example after example after example. And I don't know how to fix it. They didn't get my kids. That's the only thing I can say. They didn't get my kids. Amen to that. Uh, yeah, and just a real quick point, too. Yeah, I, I worked security up at a all-black female school, uh, college, actually. And let me tell you something. It was, it was all-black, you know, and let me tell you something. It was, it was like a, the jungle. It was, it, was, it was insane. I mean, the, the car, I mean, it, it was like, are, what are you doing here? Aren't you supposed to, guys, you, you ladies supposed to be learning? You know, instead it was just like, hey, it was like, a, a, like I said, the jungle. I mean, it was all hell broke loose. Like you said, the secu- we had to have, uh, uh, if it was all, we had all white colleges the same size. We, we would have a three or four man security team on third shift. At, that, at, at all black, when it's all black school, we've got to have 25 man security team. Why? Why? You're right. I don't have the answers. Why? Why is that happening? 
What's the reason Here's for that? Here's the answer on Mike's closing. Mike will give the answer on his closing statement. All right, okay. Um, well, uh, go ahead, Bianca. You can... Bianca, you get some closing thoughts here. Go well, ahead. I, I, that's all I had to say. Only one thing. I think well, it's well, a lot well, of them like closing thoughts they to generational curse. Oh, okay, okay. All right, okay. So, all right, all right. Uh, go ahead there, Warren. You, you're next. Go ahead. Yeah, one thing I will continue to do is push back against much of the things you perpetuate and what Bianca perpetuates. Uh, continental African immigrants who come here are also – face discrimination. I'm looking at an article right here in Denver where a whole Senegalese family was burned up by a group of white teenagers in Denver. You remember Amadou Jallo in New York where the police shot him 40-something times when all he had in his hands was a wallet. And the Congolese young man that was killed in Milwaukee where the police killed him. They face discrimination. They face the same issues American blacks face. My work on my show, New Orleans Wake Up, because I am a blog talk host, and I appreciate you as a host, because I see all blog talk hosts as equals, not backseat drivers, is to share information as it relates to the black experience. So I speak from what is called a black left perspective. We don't advocate against any race. We advocate against uh, racist ideology. And so when you look at the country we're in, the United States, you have – I live in a tourist city. I live in a world-class city where it's one of the tourist destinations in the world. So I have a chance to interact with many different people. And a lot of young white college students come here from places where there are not a lot of black people. They're coming from uh, eastern Kentucky. They're coming from West Virginia. or They're coming from Iowa. They're going to Tulane and places like here. And they really – have a different view of black people than they were taught when they were coming up because they have a chance to really be up close to black people and interact with black people. And they're not the same person. When they go back home to these little areas, they're not those same people they were when they left. They have a more humane view of black people because they're, they've been around them. In fact, in many cases, like, for example, one of my brothers where he lives, and, uh, you know, the state he lives in, in the neighborhood, he has two sons, uh, two sons of, of very good academic kids. They literally have to run the white girls away from coming to the house because they're all crazy over the boys. But they're protective of the boys because they don't want the boys to be involved in no type of situation where they're accused of anything. And so what you find is you find many white young people are actually interacting with a lot of non-whites and are realizing the stuff they were told, like in that documentary you played, is a complete lie. And that's what you're going to have problems with because they're not going to want to go back to that it's all, it's all, it's a white world mentality. They know better. I think well, I think you're right, Warren. I think you know that all those white kids they come from those places where there's no blacks. You're right. It's the first time they were able to interact and buy their crack and drugs from the black. But you know what, Joe? No, yeah, that's not right. true. These are students. See, what you're doing is you're stereotyping your no, own Joe. people. See, you're stereotyping your own people, Joe. These are white college kids. They are. The, the drugs, are, when, they use, when they consume drugs, they're buying drugs from wealthy whites. No, no, no. They're no, no, class no. drugs. That's the drugs they consume. You know what, Joe? Joe, they're black. Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead, Priyanka. Real quick, I got Mike. Go ahead. 
Hang on, Dave. Hang on, Dave. I can can barely hear you. Go ahead. There's blacks that come out of areas. They don't want to be around that mess neither. You think that they want to go and move? Blacks, over 3,000 blacks left North Shore Drive in Chicago and moved further out in the suburbs, in the St. Louis area. You got blacks in the St. Louis area that moved out in the Barrington Down and drew down near stand shoulder to shoulder on Vale Avenue across Halls Ferry, no, West Larson, and told those blacks that was coming out of Ferguson, you ain't coming over here to tear up our stuff. That's a fact. <laughs> and the ones that was in Ferguson have left like my nephew and moved clean across the Missouri River out into Westville, and at one time was all white, and the police department is white. So what do you think they're running from? Who do you think they're running from? They're running for yeah. somebody, unfortunately, have the same skin color that they do and tearing up shit. Yeah, that is true. Though. I've seen a lot of that happen, and, and, and especially inside the prisons, too. I've seen what happens. So but anyway, uh, go ahead. Mike, Mike, go ahead, Mike. You go, you've been waiting patiently. Go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, you made a comment earlier that you agreed that even the churches have people's minds screwed up with all kinds of false doctrines and false teachings. Um, when, when you made the comment that, wait, aren't we all God's children? No, we're not. We're not all God's children. Those who walk in the ways of the Creator are God's children. I don't care. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Skin, yep. I don't care what the color of the skin is or what what their race is. But the point is that when when a special group of people were put in this world to bring God's laws and ways to the rest of the world, they failed. But they didn't. There, there was a lineage, right? The, the true Israelites were, were the, the bloodline, the lineage, who were to bring the ways of the Creator God to all the tribes and peoples of this earth. So examples would be, um, you know, we think about over in China, um, you know, where they're eating cockroaches and, and, and spiders and rats and cats and dogs. That's not what God has in store or in mind for humanity. So Israelites would be over there saying, no, here's, here, here are food laws. Here are eating laws. This is what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing. Um, sex yeah. laws. There's, I mean, read Deuteronomy. You know, read Deuteronomy 28. Read the whole book of Deuteronomy, and you'll know that there are ways that God requires and expects as the creator. All the others. Now, Mike. Now, Joe, can I ask Mike a question? Hang on. Let him finish. This is closing thoughts. Let him finish. I want to ask him a question. Okay. All others are are irrelevant. It's no different than when he burned Sodom and Gomorrah. Were those God's children? No, they were burned up because of their ways. So ultimately, all the races are supposed to be brought to the ways of the Creator. And there was a group of people here that were supposed to do it, i.e., um, Adam and Eve and his descendants all the way to um, Abraham and his children and the, and the tribes of Israel. Um, you know, th- that place over there called Israel today, the nation state of Israel, that's not Israel. That's not the biblical Israelite. That's hogwash. Those are actually no better than the, the world order people that are trying to create falsities and create a new world government. The true Israelites 
I know who they are. There's historical and archaeological proof of who they are. And the point is that they are supposed to bring God's ways unto all mankind. And when those within mankind, whether they're black or Chinese or Asian or wherever they are, who come to that knowledge of the maker and walk in the ways of the maker, those are the ones that are redeemed. Not the ones that say, oh, yeah, I accept blood of Jesus Christ is my Savior. I'm a saved man now. It doesn't work that way. Jesus came here to show us how to live. He came to fulfill the will of God. And he was our example. He said, Hang on, Warren. You can ask what he's done. Go ahead, Mike. Okay. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Be like me. So all this hogwash, the forced amalgamation of the races, Dave made probably the best point tonight on that, is the fact that you're forcing all the races have their unique, beautiful languages and appearances and cultures and customs and traditions. So the, the, the forced amalgamation of the races, they've, they've tried to make it like Warren is saying, Warren is caught in the psyop. That, that's the way of America. We're, we're all getting along now. We're all, it's not about the color of your skin, man. We're just all coming to merge together under one what? One American satanic way of inking up and tattooing the body and the faces and the my nigga gangster rap music and vaping and smoking and drugs and potato chips and ball games. That's what they're trying to bring everybody into uh, un- one culture about, not God's culture. Yeah. So when all the, the beautiful races that God created, um, the ones within those races actually come to God's ways, tells us in Jeremiah, he will restore the nation. Not the nation, not one nation under God. No, all the nations will ultimately be restored, and those that are righteous, that are godly, will be restored in their prospective nations based upon their racial heritage, their racial identity, their racial, their racial reality, their culture, their ethnicity, their language, their beautiful, unique ways, which is what this world used to be about. But the ones that plan on controlling the whole world are opposed to that. So go ahead. With the question. No, all okay, right, Warren, this, you want to ask him a question? This, go ahead. Yeah, this well, this is a question for Mike and you, uh, and it's Sally on the line. This is a question. Does this sound like an American conservative patriot? I'm going to read a statement here, and then you tell me that this sounds like, is, is this person an American conservative patriot? I am a non-believer, don't care for Jesus or God of the Bible. I highly respect the spiritual systems demonstrated by black African traditional societies, such as Ghana, Igbo, and Nigeria, Burkina Faso, the Shetau, Neta, and many more. My interest is dark-complexioned black African females. I would prefer she has strong traditional values. She not have been indoctrinated in a religion, particularly a Western European religion, that particular one has. Would you say that's an American conservative patriot, Mike? Yeah, nowadays I would say that's where they're all falling into that way of thinking pretty much. Who is who, falling into that way of thinking? Just about, just about the majority of people out there, the people that consider themselves uh, conservatives and the 501c3 church-going Christians that call themselves patriots, they're all pretty much on board with the way where you're coming from. And I appreciate where you're coming from, Warren. I just think that, that no, you're a little I'm reading, bit... No, I'm reading, I'm reading something somebody else said. What about you, Joe? No, well, yeah, 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 I agree with Mike. That's how people sound today. So, so You're right. That's said, what... up, when a person said, I don't care for Jesus or God of the Bible, that's a conservative? That's an American conservative people? No, that's the majority of people. That's rapidly becoming the majority of people in America. 
Yeah, that's, that's the question do you do you consider that person who says that a conservative? This person said they don't believe in Jesus or God of the Bible, and then they come back and says they prefer a woman with traditional values, not indoctrinated in a religion, particularly a Western European religion. You're telling me that's an American conservative perspective? Again, American, the problem the problem is not godly. It's the problem is American. See, America is all about you. You talk about Michael. You talk about the Bible. You talk about God. You talk about religion. So you're telling me that this person the devil makes the truth in error. The devil makes the truth in error. You're telling me that this person who said this represents a conservative American view that evangelicals and others would endorse. Well, you, yes, I, unless I misheard you, unless I misheard you, I thought it sounds to me like you said that they're all about a, a woman and a man being together. No, let, let, um, let, let me read it again. This person said, I'll tell you who said this. This person said, I am a non-believer, don't care for a Jesus or God of the Bible. I highly mm-hmm. respect the spiritual systems demonstrated by black African traditional societies mm-hmm. such as Ghana, Igbo in Nigeria, Burkina Faso, the Shetaknetta, and many more. My interest is dark complexion, black African females. I would prefer she has strong traditional values. She not have been indoctrinated oh, right. in a religion, particularly a Western <laughs> European religion. That's what Pianchi himself has <laughs> said. That's what your friend Pianchi himself has yeah, there are plenty of people who would call themselves. Right, hang on, Sally wants to say something. Hang on, Sally wants to say something. Let her speak. He's been yeah. quiet. Go ahead, Sally. No, I'll, answer. I'll, I'll put this one to rest quickly. If they do not believe we are one nation under God, then they are not the patriot. And just leave it there. That's yeah, Pianchi there you said that. Your friend Pianchi, Van Cole, made that statement. Well, I don't know. He's not here to defend himself. So, you know. He it because... He is a fraud. I'm telling y'all, he's a fraud. All right. Well, I'm not. Wait, wait, Warren. I don't want to attack other callers. I don't want to attack. That's not what this show is about. I don't want to attack other people on the show. We don't attack you. I don't attack uh, Sally. I don't attack Mike. I don't attack Dave. I don't. We're not. That's not what the show is about. I'm here to restore the facts, restore the republic, to uh, expose uh, uh, everybody's side of the story. Everybody gets a voice on my show. That's how my show is about. I'm just sharing with you. You know. I'm, all I'm doing, Joe, my friend, is sharing with you people that you trust, that you allow to come into your midst, are not to be trusted, and they're not who you think they are, but you guys are against me. But I come in alone, I don't have no hidden agenda, and I bring who I am to the table. Be careful of the black people. Be very careful of the black people who say what you agree with, because you don't know who they are, really. All right. That's all I'm okay. saying. Right. He made a comment. He made a comment that he said that uh, he believed in, and I'm trying to think of how exactly how he said it. He believed well, in what I read, what I read? Non-racial, non, non-racial, non-discriminatory beliefs. But yet, when you hear out of a rabbi's mouth that the goyim, the Gentiles, are to be crushed and that we are below them, you stand by that? 
You don't put those. You don't want to put that whole narrative down. Uh, Tay, you must be on speakerphone because you sound like you're echoing way in the background. So, but anyway, Warren, Warren. Get back yeah. to that video. But anyway, it was a good show. I got to wrap it up, guys. I got to wrap it up. I'll wrap it up with this, and then you guys can fuel up and yell at each other maybe next week about this. So, but anyway, good night. God bless the Republic. All councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizen can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals, so that security and liberty may prosper together. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. We have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. George Bush has invoked a new world order without enunciating a new American purpose. Bush kept said, and it's a phrase that I often use myself, that we needed a new world order, and instead it looks like we got a lot of disorder.
Today we take an essential step in defeating terrorism while protecting the constitutional rights of all Americans. Preventing mass terror will be the responsibilities of presidents far into the future. All right, everybody, that was it. Uh, that was a good show here, so uh, uh, I guess next time, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do a show during the week again or not, but uh, tune into the other podcast shows, and uh, God bless our republic. Our ancestors courageously fought to drive Islam out of Europe. If it weren't for their valor, our entire civilization would be under Islamic tyranny. That same heroic spirit still flows through the blood of our people today. Ethno-nationalism among Europeans is rising in the face of invaders. I'm not sorry for imperialism. The Mongols built the largest empire in human history, but nobody suggests that they should be denied their sense of cultural and racial identity. The issue isn't that our ancestors were imperialists. It's that we were the best at it. We came, we saw, we conquered. Such allegations against the entire white world are just excuses to rob us of our once prosperous homelands. Saudi Arabia insists that Europe should take in more refugees when they're a rich oil state capable of housing millions of them. Instead of importing their own kinsmen to their country, they offer to build mosques in Germany. I'm not sorry for the alleged Holocaust. The Soviet commissars murdered at least 30 million of my people in Eastern Europe. We don't hear about these atrocities because Jews weren't the victims, but the culprits. I refuse to shed a tear for your Hollywood narrative. When the Jews fled Europe following the Second World War, they proceeded to ethnically cleanse the Palestinians to establish Israel. This displacement in the Middle East created resentment towards the Western world. The Zionists drive them out, and we have to take them in. Liberals will claim they're standing for human rights, but the minute you tell them whites have the right to self-determination, they scream, you're part of the problem, thereby embracing the cultural and demographic genocide of a race that has created the very civilization they take for granted. There's no point in apologizing anyway. They merely see it as a sign of weakness and will attack you even harder. The only way to stand up for yourself and your people is to refuse to apologize. We're not sorry for what our ancestors did. We're not sorry for who we are today. No apologies, no regrets, no doubt, no compromise. We're united.